Shalom to all. Today's daf is Psachim Daf Ches. We're starting Zion over Bez, the last line, the first word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored in honor of the wedding of Malki Weiss to Shlemy Rosenberger. They should be zeichet to build a bias in Israel, full of simcha and avaitas Hashem. Now, we concluded the previous Gemara with a drasha explaining the source of using a candle for Badikas Chametz. And Gemara continues in that vein. Tan Rabbanon, ain't badkin loyal aracham of loyal aravana, the loyal aravuka. We do not search for Chametz by the light of the sun, or by the light of the moon, or by the light of a torch. El or haner, only with the light of a candle, on the top, because the light of a candle, that is very beneficial for searching for chametz, and we're going to explain that soon. Even though we don't have a proof for this, we have a little bit of a hint to it in the Pasuk, it says in the Pasuk, seven days, chametz is not allowed to be found in your house, but another Pasuk says, and he searched, he started with the older one, it says another Pasuk, at that time, I will search through Shalim with candles, another Pasuk says, Adam, the candle of Hashem is the soul of a person. Searches through all the chambers of the heart. So we see that a candle is very beneficial for searching for something. The Gemara asks, What are we talking about? What we said in this brisa, you're not allowed to search by the light of the sun. If we're talking about searching for chametz in a chater, he says, You do not have to check your chater for chametz because there are ravens there. Anytime there's chametz there, they're going to pick it up and fly away with it, and there's not going to be any chametz there. So you don't even have to check it. We're talking about some sort of pergola that has four posts and a roof on top of it, so it's open on all sides. Ha'amarava, he says, you're allowed to check it by its light, meaning you're allowed to check it during the day by the sun. So it can't be that you're not allowed to check it by the sunlight. The Gemara answers, we're talking about a window inside of a room that the sun is shining through. We continue asking, where are you searching for chametz in this room? If you're searching right next to the window, that's the same case of the achsadra, where the sunlight shines directly on the place where you're looking for chametz, and you're allowed to use the sun. We answer, El, let's in. You're looking on the side of the window, and therefore the sunlight does not shine directly on the place where you're searching, and that is what we're saying. You're not allowed to use the light of the sun. You have to use the light of a candle. But now we continue asking on the brides of Avuka Loi. You're not allowed to use a torch. Vamarava, he said, And the glow will be like the light. It's talking about the glow in Elam Haba. Karnaim miyaday loi. The rays are from his hand to him. And there's the hidden strength. And an explanation of the Pasuk, we say, In regards to what are tzaddikim compared to the Shekhinah? Like a candle in place of a torch. So we see that a torch is much more powerful than a candle. So why don't we use a torch, which is a very large flame? And he says, Using a torch for Avdallah, that is the preferred mitzvah. You're not supposed to use one wick, you're supposed to use a minimum of two wicks for Avdallah. So we see that you get much more light when you use a Torch. You can take a candle and bring it into all the cracks and crevices where you can't do that with a torch. Rav Zvedamar, he says, A candle, its light is right in front of you. When you have the candle in front of you, you're able to see immediately what's there. However, a torch, it's so blinding, it's so strong, the light is behind you, meaning you can't see immediately in front of your face. It really only casts its light to much further in front of you, and therefore you can't really see so well with a torch. Rav Papamar, he answers, a torch is very frightening because it could burn your house down, whereas a candle is not so scary. That's why you could use a candle. Ravina Amr, he answers, This is a very steady flame. A candle has a steady flame, so you could see much better with it. This flickers a lot, so you can't really see so well by the flame of the torch. That's why it's better to use a candle and not a torch.
Any place you did not bring chametz into, you do not have to search there for chametz. The Gemara asks, Where do we come to include with this? To include the following. The holes inside of a house. The upper ones and lower ones. They're very high in the wall, or they're very low on the wall. So you're probably not going to put any chametz in them. You don't have to check them for chametz. The roof of a small structure, which is built outside of the house, you probably don't put anything on it. And even if you did, it rolled down the roof because it was sloped. The Or the roof, which really means the top of a large closet, so you have to check the inside of the closet, but you don't have to check the top of the closet. Verefes bakar velulin, a barn or a chicken coop, if there's any chametz in there, the animals would eat it. Umasbein, or a granary that doesn't have any chametz in it. Vaitzer siyan, vaitzer shemen, we have storage houses of wine and oil. Antichem bedika, they do not need bedika, because these last three things, you do not bring chametz into them. Rishim Gamliel Gamliel, he says, mitach we have a bed that divides a room, making it into a multi-purpose room. Umaf sekes, and it's also separate from the floor, so there's a lot of airspace in between the floor and the bottom of the bed, you have to check underneath that bed. That's our first b'risa, and that's what our Mishnah is coming to include. The Gemara asks for a minute, we have a steer from a different b'risa. There's a hole in between a person and his friend. They have a very thick wall dividing their two houses, and there's a hole in it. Each person has to check this hole until where his hand could reach into, which means this must be a very thick wall, but you have to put your hand all the way into the wall to check it for chametz. Whereas the rest of the hole in this wall, you could just move to whatever chametz might be there in your heart, and you don't have to check over chametz. Roshim Gamliel Emer he says, We have a bed that's dividing a room. The and there's wood and stones underneath this bed. Umaf sekes, and there still is a little bit of space in between the wood and stones and the bottom of the bed. You do not need bedik over there. We ask, It seems to be that there's a stira bed with bed, and the first price it says you have to check under the bed. The second price it says you do not. We have a stira wall on wall. The first price it says you do not have to check the hole in the wall, whereas the second one says that you do. So the more answer is there's no stira holes in wall to holes in wall. The first price is talking about a hole in the wall which is very high or very low. So there's probably not chametz there. The second price is talking about a hole in the wall which is at eye level. Let's say it's in the middle of the wall, so therefore you might have put chametz there. There's no stira bed on bed either. The first price is talking about where the bed is very high off the floor, so there's a lot of space underneath it, so there's probably chametz over there. The second price is talking about where there's not a lot of space because since there's etzim and avanim, sticks and stones underneath the bed, so there's very little amount of space in between those stones and the bed, so you don't have to assume that there's chametz there, you don't have to check it for chametz. The Gemara asks, We don't have to check a wine cellar for chametz, but Tanya, we have a brass a wine cellar, we do have to check for chametz. You don't have to check an oil storage house for chametz. So we say, and the answer is, this is a wine cellar that you go into to take wine out from in the middle of the meal. The servant might have gone to refill all of the wine in the middle of the meal, so he went to the cellar, he had chametz with him, and he accidentally left it there. So that's the type of cellar that we're talking about needs to be checked. So the Gemara we should also have to check a storage house of oil. The servant might have gone to refill the oil. They might need more oil in the middle of the meal. Umar says, Shemin yesh There is a certain amount of oil that's going to be used during the meal. The servant can make an approximation of how much oil is going to be used. Oil isn't used so much during the meal. Even though they would dip their bread into oil, it wasn't done so often. But yayin ain't kevelashtia. There's no set amount of wine that they would need during the meal. Therefore, it's very possible that in the middle of the meal, the servant would have to go refill their goblets. 
And Tanya Rabchia, he taught, Asu Aitzis Sheikhar Rebavel, they made the beer storage houses in Bavel, Ka'itzis Yain Barat Yisrael, just like the wine storage houses in Barat Yisrael, the Mestapic, that's talking about a beer storage house that they would use in the middle of the meal if they need to refill their beer. In Bavel, they would drink beer during their meal and not wine, so perhaps a servant would have to go refill the beer. We're not talking about Chametz type of beer like we have nowadays. They actually used to drink date beer, which was not Chametz. And more about different areas that need to be checked for Chametz, Amar Chizda, Bey Dagim, a place meant to store your fish that you're going to eat. Ain't Sarach Bedika, that does not need Bedika. I have a tiny Tzrichim Bedika, we do need to do Bedika's Chametz there. The Gemara answers like Hasha, Haberavavi, once talking about a storage house that has very large fish, we can make an approximation before the meal how many fish are needed, and therefore the servant is not going to go back in the middle of the meal. But Habazuchi, once talking about a storage house of very small fish, it's very difficult to make an approximation how many small fish are needed, therefore it's very possible he's going to go back in the middle of the meal to get fish and leave some bread in there. We need Bedika's Chametz in that type of fish storage house. The place where all the salt is stored, or the place where all the wax candles are stored, we do need Bedikas Chametz. We might need to refill this in the middle of the meal. He might have brought bread there, forgotten it. That's what needs Bedikas Chametz. Amrav Papa, the woodshed, Tamri, and the place where all the dates are stored, that also needs Bedika again, because we might have to refill in the middle of the meal, and some food might have been left there. And more about doing Bedikas Chametz inside of a hole, they did not require him to place his hand inside a hole or a crack in order to check our Chametz, but Bnei because of danger. My sakana, what type of danger is there? Enim, if you want to say Bnei Sakana's Akrav, because there might be a scorpion in the hole and he might bite him. So then, how did he use the hole in the first place that he would have to check it for Chametz? We're saying the Chametz fell inside the hole, so that's why he has to look for it. We ask Yinafel if it fell there, Lomali Badika. So why does he have to do Badika in the first place? Chametz that a ruin fell on top of it. It's like it's been totally removed, it's gone because it's totally inaccessible. So too, inside this hole, it's considered inaccessible. The Gemara answer is Hasam in the case where it's buried underneath the ruin, a dog is not able to search after it, meaning it's more than three tfachim underneath rubble. A dog is never going to search after it, meaning a dog's not going to pull it out on Pesach, so we don't have to be fearful of anything. The chametz fell into a place of the hole that's within three tfachim of the hole. The dog might pull it out in Yantif. Therefore, you would have to do Badika if not for the fact that it's a danger that the scorpion might bite you. Someone who's doing a mitzvah, he was sent to do a mitzvah, which really means he's just being involved in a mitzvah, he will not be damaged. And since he's doing the mitzvah, Badika's chametz, he's not going to be bitten by a scorpion. Amravashi answers, It's very possible that he lost a needle there, and he's going to look for the needle while he's looking for the chametz, and then he's going to run into an issue of not being involved in a mitzvah because he's looking for his needle, not for the chametz. Gumar answers, Kai Gavnalav Mitzvahu, it's not considered a mitzvah of Atanyu of Abraisa. Ha'aymer for a person says, Sela Zula Tzedaka, I am giving this Sela to Tzedaka, Beshvil Shiechibini, so that my son should live. Or that I should be a Ben Alamaba. What do we say about this person who seems to have placed some sort of condition on his mitzvah? It seems to be that he's doing it for an ulterior motive. Chazam Beza on top, or is it Sada Gummer? He's a pure Tzadik, meaning his intentions are 100% pure. He's not doing anything wrong by having some sort of ulterior motive also. It's considered like he's doing the mitzvah to the letter of the law. Therefore, when he does Bidika's Chametz, he can also search for a needle and there's nothing wrong. It's still considered like he's a Shliach Mitzvah and he shouldn't be damaged in the process. The Gemara answers, It's after he finished checking for his Chametz, then he decided to go looking for his needle, then he's not considered a Shliach Mitzvah anymore. That's why he's not allowed to do it because he might get bitten by the scorpion then. He gives a totally different answer of what this Mishum Sakana is. Mishum Sakana is Nachrim, there's a danger of Gentiles. And this is from Plima. 
There's a hole in a house. However, this is in between an Aramean, a non-Jew, and a Jew. So, the Jew checks up until where he can reach his hand. And the rest, he's mevatel in his heart. He says, He does not check the hole at all because of danger. What's the danger? If you're going to say, We're afraid of witchcraft. Meaning, the Gentile is going to suspect the Jew of performing some sort of witchcraft on him. So, how did this Jew use the hole in the first place? When he used it in the first place, the Gentile should have suspected him of performing some sort of witchcraft. My answer is no. While he's using it, that's during the day, and that's with the natural light of the sun, and there's no reason for his Gentile neighbor to think he's doing some sort of witchcraft. Over here, it's nighttime and he's using a candle, and the person's going to think he's doing some sort of witchcraft. He's poking around in a hole with a candle. That seems very suspicious, and that's a big danger. As the Gemara of Amr Abel we already said, a person that's involved in mitzvah is not going to get damaged. We answer, where it's very probable that he's going to get damaged, that's different, and we do not apply Shluchim Mitzvah in Nizaykin. Shinemar, says in the Pasuk, Hashem had sent Shmuel to go anoint David as king, by Yomer Shmuel, and Shmuel had said to Hashem, Eich Eilech, how can I go? Vishama Shol Vargeni. Shol's going to hear that I'm going to anoint David as king, and he's going to kill me. Vayomer Hashem, Hashem said, you're right. Eglas Bakar Tikach Bidecha, should take a young calf with you, so you have a pretense that what you're doing is going to Shech the Karban. So Hashem agreed to Shmuel that you're right, that even though he was going to do a mitzvah, and Shluchim Mitzvah in Nizaykin, since it's it's very probable he's going to get damaged. Therefore, we do not apply Shluch Mitzvah in Nizaykin. And now, once we're on this topic of Shluch Mitzvah, Rav asked Rav, Hanu Bnei Rav, these Talmidim of the Yeshiva, the Dairi Baga, they live in the villages out in the middle of the field. Mahu Rav, are they able to come to Yeshiva, Kadma, early in the morning, Vechashecha, or come late at night? Is that dangerous for them? Amrulu, told him, Nesu alive al Savari, they should be on me and on my neck, meaning they have no problems because they're coming to Yeshiva and they're going to learn Tyra. So they continued asking, Nezomai, what about going back home from Yeshiva at nighttime? Is that going to be a problem? Amar he told them, I'm not so sure. Itmar, Amar Belazar, he says, Shluchim mitzvah in Nizaykin, people that are involved in the mitzvah are not going to get damaged. Not when they're going to do the mitzvah or even when they're coming back from the mitzvah. Come on, who's this like? Yeah, kind of like the following time of the time you have a brisa. Isi ben Yehudaimer, he says, In regards to what the Torah says, that a person will not desire or covet your land. This is the Torah's promise to us that even though all the men are going to be either regal and there's no one there to watch their fields or their property, no one is going to desire or covet their land. Malam, this teaches us, that your cow is still going to graze in the meadow, and no wild animal is going to damage it. Your chicken is going to poke around in the garbage heaps. And a weasel is not going to damage it. And Yisib Ben Yehuda continues. We have a Just like these things, these animals, Shadark and Lizak, usually they do get damaged. And they will not get damaged because they have this promise from the Pasuk. So Ben Adam, people, Shadark and Lizak, they usually don't get damaged by others. For sure, no harm is going to befall them when they go to be other regal because they're doing a mitzvah. We continue. This is only when they're going to be what about on the way back? Tamil Emirates says, You're going to turn the morning and go back to your tents. Malami that teaches us, You're going to go and you're going to find that your tents are in peace, meaning nothing's going to happen to any of your possessions. So we ask, Now that I see that even on the way back from doing a mitzvah, you're going to be protected. Why do we need a Pasuk to tell us that when you're going to the mitzvah, you're not going to be damaged? Of course you're not going to be damaged. You say, you're right, the first part of the Pasuk is for something else. It's really for Avami. He says, Any 
anyone that owned property oil regal, so he's oil regal. If he doesn't have property, he doesn't have to be oil regal. But we see from here that not only shlucha mitzvah in Nizakin applies to when you're going to do the mitzvah, but it's even when you're coming back from doing the mitzvah. Once we're on the topic of Ali Regal, Amravavan Baravada, Amrav Yitzhak, why don't the fruits of Ginaisar grow in Yerushalayim? These were incredibly sweet fruits that were unique to the place Ginaisar. Why don't they grow in Yerushalayim? We say, you So people that are Eile Regal don't say, If we were only Eile Regal to eat the fruits of Ginaisar in Yerushalayim, it would have been worthwhile. And Nimtis, It turns out that there are Eile Regal as Shalai Lishma. They came to Yerushalayim only to eat this delicious fruit and didn't come to be Eile Regal. That's why no Peres Ginaisar in Yerushalayim. And Kiyotzbai, similarly, Amr Abdustab Rabbiana, he says, Why don't they have the hot springs of Tveria in Yerushalayim? So the people that are other regal don't say, If we only came up in order to bathe in the hot springs of Tveria, which now are in Yerushalayim, it would have been worthwhile. It turns out that their Aliyah regal would have been Therefore, we want them to be Aliyah regal with the purest of intentions, not with any distractions like Paris Ginaisar and Chame Tveria. Now back to our Mishnah, we had said that two rows in a cellar have to be checked for chametz. The Gemara asks, Who mentioned anything about a wine cellar in the Mishnah? We answer, This is really what's being said. Any place a chametz is not brought into, doesn't And storage houses of wine and oil also do not need to be checked for chametz. In regards to what did we say, that two rows in a wine cellar has to be checked for chametz? That's talking about a cellar that you do bring chametz into. That's when you're taking wine from it in the middle of the meal. As we said, the servant's going to go refill everyone's goblets. So he goes into the cell with a piece of bread and accidentally leaves his bread there. That's why it needs bedikas chametz. And now we're going to try to understand the difference between Beisham and Beishil. We said Beisham and Mishtei Shores, Alpnei Kol Hamartev. What does that mean, two rows? Alpnei Kol Hamartev. So first, let's imagine a wine cellar. There are, let's say, 10 rows of wine barrels, and these stretch all the way to the back of the cellar. Let's just give a number, which is going to be 20 barrels deep. Each row itself is stacked 10 barrels high. So in other words, each row of barrels is made up of 20 stacks of 10 barrels each. Perhaps it might be easier for you to imagine the aisles of a supermarket or a department store, but this is how our wine cellar is set up. And the Gemara says, Amrav Yehuda, what did Beishamah mean? These two rows that were said, It's talking about from the ground all the way into the ceiling, meaning it's the first two stacks or the first two sections of every single row that we have. Rabbi Yechon Amr, he says, It's really one row that's shaped like the Greek letter Gam, which is like an L or two walls that meet up at a corner at a right angle, which means that as you're looking at all the barrels, the first stacks in every single row, you take the entire front wall and then the entire top row of barrels, meaning the uppermost barrel that's closest to the ceiling, 20 barrels deep, all the way to the back of the warehouse. That's what it looks like. So you're looking at the front barrel of every row and then the top barrel of every row going all the way to the back. Tanya Kavas is Rabbi Yehuda. Tanya Kavas is Rabbi Yechanan. We have a brass like Rabbi Yehuda and like Rabbi Yechanan. Tanya Kavas is Rabbi Yehuda. A brass is just like Rabbi Yehuda. Beishama Aimrim. He says Shtei Shuras Alpnei Kol Hamartef and Ushtei Shuras Shamru. These two rows that were said Min Haaretz Vachmei Kaira from the ground all the way to the ceiling. That's just like Rabbi Yehuda. Tanya Kavas is Rabbi Yechanan. We have a brass like Rabbi Yechanan. Shtei Shuras Alpnei Kol Hamartef Chitzayna Rayas Hapesach. The outer row sees the opening, meaning just that front row. The Elyona Rayas Hakaira and the upper row sees the ceiling meaning it's the top row of wine barrels. Shalif Nimhemena, the ones that are inner to that one, meaning inner to the outer row, and the ones that are underneath the upper row, those don't need Badika. 
What about Beishel's opinion? It's the two outer rows, which are the upper ones. What does that mean? It's only the upper row, meaning you take the top barrel in the first stack of every single row, and then the one right underneath it, meaning the second to top barrel in every single row, those are the only ones that are checked. So according to the we described that you're only checking an area of 20 barrels, which is the top two most barrels in the first stack in every row. And he says, It's the uppermost row, meaning the topmost barrel in the first stack of every single row, and the one that's right next to it, meaning the topmost barrel in the second stack in every single row. Now, my time with the Rav, what's Rav's reasoning? He says, It says in the Mishnah, The outer ones, Ask the Gemara, it also says the upper ones in our Mishnah. So why is he just focusing on the word Chitzainis, the outer ones? We answer, We're excluding the ones that are below the lowermost one. Mina, according to Rav, we're checking the top two barrels of the first stack of every single row. So we're just excluding the barrels that are underneath that. He says, the upper one and the one that's inner of that, meaning closer to the back of the storehouse. My time, why does he say that? He's the word the upper one. So we're checking two of the top barrels in the stack. It says the outer one, implying that we're checking something that's closer to the outer part of the warehouse, not closer to the inner part of the warehouse. The Gemara says, that's just excluding the innermost barrels, meaning all the ones that are going even deeper into the warehouse. Taught like Rav, and all the other Tanaim taught like Shmuel, and the Halachas like Shmuel. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah. Everyone should have a wonderful day.